Hey, it's been a while. So I wanted to talk about um, not allowing people to break down your walls. Um, if you believe that you're a strong tower and there are no holes, no cracks, no seals broken, not because of other people, because you know we like to point the finger and say it's other people all of the time, but sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's all of us. So, you know, <clears throat> the thing is, is to acknowledge the fact that if you are a strong tower, you know, people speak all kinds of fancy things all day. And they say things like, oh, I'm good. I don't need nobody. Don't nobody bother me. I don't care what people think. But when you break down some of these conversations, sometimes the conversations has a whole lot to do with other people. It really does. And if it really was that we didn't care, then we wouldn't mention that. You know, we wouldn't mention other people. We wouldn't say that it's them and not us. So a lot of times, if you believe that you're a strong tower and that you have uh, built up such a powerful thing within you, then there are no holes, there are no seals broken. There are no cracks in your walls. There are no crack, none of that. And that doesn't mean that you haven't allowed people in, but you are very cautious. You are prudent and you are careful about who you allow in your circle, who you decide to share any information with. Um, because sometimes what happens is if we allow certain people to hear or see us, weakened you know um sometimes people use that as you know for your demise uh when you have a conversation and it turns into an argument or something very evil and very uh facetious and condescending and things like that so you have to be mindful who you share your information with because some people will keep it you know to themselves and those people are the people that you should be able to trust and you should be able to know who to trust and who not to trust so there in itself is that once we continue to uh, recognize the things that are necessary in order for us to grow and continually be that strong tower for ourselves and for those who may be weak but you need to know if you have discernment and you are able to discern the broken, the weak, the people who are very insecure, then you know they are not the people you allow in your circle to be or to call a friend or a confidant. I mean, that's common sense. So my whole thing with um, when I hear, you know, how we always say fancy things. We always say, oh, I'm good. Oh, I ain't got to deal with that person. But, you know, beyond it all, we're still hurt behind how people treat us or how people do us or how people uh, have said certain things to us. You know, and sometimes being in that situation is so toxic, you do have to let go. And so emotionally abuse is abusive is when someone has said things to you, um, not necessarily said, but have done things to warrant you to feel full of emotion, full of sadness or disappointment, you know, but yet 
they do it and they do it time and time again. But here's the other thing, we can't keep allowing it. So how do you not allow it is you have to get rid of or distance yourself from, you cannot be around that type of behavior because you know it's toxic for you, it has not done you well. Um, at work, three of us were having a conversation about insomnia. And, you know, I always felt like the surface, under the surface of insomnia, it's got to be several factors. And those factors have to be how you, con what you consume, how you consume the foods you eat, um, the stress levels of your everyday job, not just your job, maybe thinking, overthinking things, thinking about too much, too much is on your mind before you go to bed. You don't think about playing, you know, relaxing music to help yourself unwind. Um, so the one thing that the one woman was saying at my job was, oh, you know, some people just have it. Okay. I still say there are underlying reasons why there is a thing called insomnia. If you're an overthinker or you're a person who just always thinking and worrying and concerned and worrying, and those are the things that are on your mind before you go to bed, then damn it, yeah, I guess you wouldn't fall the damn hell asleep. Shit. Ain't nobody getting no rest thinking, 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 thinking. Worrying, 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 worrying. You can't get no rest with that. That's impossible. So you have to stop thinking about shit. That ain't gonna get fixed. If it ain't fixed, don't try to fix it. Don't try to overthink on how you could or should have or would have or should, you know, uh, cure the issue. Just fucking let it be. I think as you age, you become wiser and you realize certain things just don't fucking matter anymore. They don't fucking matter. And then there's a lot of people that don't fucking matter and you have to let go of them. You gotta let them go. So that whole overthinking, think, 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 think. How do I fix this? How can this be fixed? How can I cure that? What should I do next? Man, you better hope you wake up tomorrow. Like, we always take things for granted. Like, we're going to wake up tomorrow. I'll see you next week. You don't know if I'm going to see you next week. I might die before you or you might die before me. Something could happen. We start saying things like, Lord willing, before we say, hey, next week. And maybe we would have this thing in the bag. We ain't got a lot of things in the bag. I'm signing off on this one.